friends, and welcome to Pod Return to the Waking Sands. We are a Final Fantasy XIV companion podcast where we explore the lore and story of Hydaelyn and beyond. My name is Jen, and I'm joined by my co-host and researcher. I'm Levi. Hello, Levi. Hello, Jen. Hello. How's it going? It's going good. Nice. How are you? I'm good. I am ready to talk about the Fisher job quest. I bet you are. Through level 50. Yeah, you've been typing like a motherfucker for quite some time. We have some bonus stuff fishing related. I don't know what this is, y'all. This is a Fishapalooza. This is going to (laughs) be one of the meatier uh, job episodes, I expect. Yeah. For a surprisingly deep job. Yeah. I don't know. I I guess my interpretation wasn't that it's especially deep. Not story-wise, mechanically speaking, in terms of Oh boy. Button pushing, uh the like the the fish log, yeah. the enormity that is the fish log. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. It's it's a whole way of life. Exactly. Yeah, okay. That I agree with. Absolutely. Yep. The quest though is very shallow. Like Yes, it, it is. This this is worse <laughs> than the minor quest, I think. We're not, story. There's no, no story here. We have no background information on fucking anybody. I'd call it's, it on par with the um, the blacksmith quest. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we got a little something something with um, the, the guild master, you know, just kind of drowning his sorrows all the time. There was something there. Yeah. And then also like the um, and then they, so the de facto guild master that was actually kind of running shit. And then getting pissed off at the guildmaster. At least like that. I don't. I think that was there was more there than. Well, than we've here. got the same deal here actually with the guildmaster and. The... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, this relationship is uh, less toxic. Well, debatable. Uh, <laughs> uh, but again, there's like there's not really any substance there. Nope. So. So let's get down to it. All right. Fishing is a job that you should pick up for fun. There is minimal mechanical benefit from this job quest. Even if you are a crafter, there are very few fish that are needed for crafting. So if you're not here to either be a completionist or for the joy of fishing in game, I'd say skip it. You're you're not going to make fat stacks from this job. Not really, no. Unless it's like blue cloud coral. (laughs) (laughs) That shit is always going crazy. Not anymore. Spoil the market. (gasps) No. As far as mechanical benefits go, there are a few fish out there needed for other crafting recipes. The main ones are, of course, culinarian, for obvious reasons. Mm -hmm. Alchemy, too. There are multiple fish that are needed to make stuff, mostly glue. Goldsmith, too. Yeah, for sure. You mean the coral stuff? Yeah, the corals. Yeah, yeah, those will sneak up on you and be a billion dollars. But really, if you have to, you could buy a fish off the market board. The vast, vast majority of fish in the game are just for fun. Just, yes. Just for fishing log or to put in your your aquarium if you have a house or apartment. Yeah. Or to desynth for like a sand and two water crystals. I know, right? Like, God damn it, I need some sand. (laughs) Thank God I have a stack of 50 fucking tiger cods. That's a bad example because tiger cods are actually used in a recipe. But... If you're here for it, the fishing log is a whole endeavor in and of itself. Yeah. This is the master completionism to do. Yeah. Having hundreds, thousands even of fish. I don't even fucking know. I feel like thousands. Yeah. 
there's all sorts of hoops to jump through to get this thing filled out. Yep. It is RNG and like Mm -hmm. weather and time of day and planning. And if you don't use a wiki, I I don't fucking know. Does anyone do this vanilla style? Let me let me toss my line in and see what what bites. I want to see I want to see a fucking fishing completionist speed run on YouTube or Twitch. Holy that's, shit. <laughs> that's what I want to see. All right, buckle in. It'll be 22 straight hours. <laughs> that I I bet it's more actually because oh, I know, of, I know. of like the, the weather windows. Yeah, you can't plan that shit. Nope. Amazing. There are fish. There are many fish that require you to only catch them during certain windows, like certain times of day, certain weather, or the worst case, time of day <laughs> that requires weather that is preceded by another weather type. Fucking what? So you have to, for instance, fish only in the afternoon during cloudy weather that followed fair weather. Jesus Christ. Yes. Uh, (laughs) Just being in the right place at the right time. Uh, Yeah. Again, I don't know how you do this without using some sort of guide or wiki. That's all advanced tier shit, though. At its most basic level to fish, you unlock Fisher, you buy or craft some bait, find a body of water and toss in your line see what bites pretty much the whole bait thing though is a whole other can of worms <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> as you must use the right baits to catch the right fish only certain fish will bite certain baits some are freshwater some are salt water it's, it's a whole thing again it is a whole thing there's the fishing holes the same body of water can and will have multiple fishing holes in it. Mm. So you got to be in the right place as well. Fortunately, if you were trying to do this with the own tools available in the game, it will tell you at least some rough information as to like how many fish there are in a given hole and so on yeah. in the fishing log. Yeah. You won't know what they are, but it'll be like, you know, in this space, you've got like six fish you haven't found yet. Yeah, exactly. So there's some. We, of course, pick up the Fisher job in Limsa, the obvious location for the Fisherman's Guild. Beyond training, the guild's responsibilities include maintenance of the fishing infrastructure and setting prices for fish. So a bit of non-competitiveness going on. We find the guild in the lower elevation of Limsa, right above water level. A stone's throw from the Rogue's Guild. Indeed. Or the, um, what is it, like the... the, the Sisters of the Edelweiss? Yeah, something like that. Something like that? Yes. Mm-hmm. Jen, don't don't blow their cover. I'm sorry. You just broke the code, Jen. No! Jackie's gonna have my ass. Or steal a sandwich. Both really <laughs> bad. The Fisher's Guild is notable, though, for having this big water feature right in the middle of the guild hall. It looks like there's seawater being pumped into this fenced enclosure, which drains back into holes in the floor and then presumably the ocean. There aren't any fish visible in the the water feature, but if you talk to NPCs in the area, they talk about all the live fish they're storing there. The timing is very odd. And um, I just watched a documentary on YouTube about koi breeding in Japan. Um, this, this Netherland, this, this, okay. A police officer from the Netherlands decided that his passion for koi was so intense that he quit his job and his new job is making koi-based documentaries. Cool. <laughs> and there, it's pretty fucking cool and he's obsessed. But no, this is this looks exactly like the um 
like the holding tanks, the breeding ponds, that whole setup in like a lot of these farms. It's that that kind of jet. I don't know why. You know, is it like are they breeding or farming or what? I would assume they're there to keep fresh catch before they're sold. That's a that makes all the sense in the world, yes. I wish there was something in there, though. It'd be nice to have, like, some Ooh, fish something. in the pond versus yeah. it being, like, an empty pool of water. It, it's just rushing water. You can't see shit. Yep. Yeah. So the guild receptionist, she starts things off in, like, the traditional sense, as, every, like, every other receptionist ever. Um, except the, the, the penchant for alliteration has wormed its way to the front desk. Uh, so uh, her name is Nimulika. And it's it's subtle at first. She'll say things like, I'll wager you prefer to work alone. So let me stop you off with the rod and reel. Now, you may not necessarily net the numbers and net fishing yields, but pull fishing positively pulls prettier prizes. Okay, no, that's pretty aggressive. Yep. <laughs> um, and that's the long and short of it. When you're ready for another bite of bait, I'll reel you in before the guild master. Like, the puns are really bad. As in, excessive. The guildmaster is all, all alliteration. All alliteration. All the time. It's so frustrating. I hate it. Like it, it, it does him no favors. I really, I, it's, <laughs> I find it so annoying. Maybe it doesn't matter who Jen. does it. It's so, it's so annoying. Nobody so, talks like that. When you want fish for a day, call a culinarian. But we fishermen feast for life. Yeah. So Jen, I've set the bait. <clears throat> Think you're ready for a bite? Yeah, I want a big bite. I want a big bite of fishing. Nice. <laughs> Some may say we cast a wide net. Oh my god. People prattle about our pollers just about everywhere. Pollers. Yeah. Yep, people who pull. Yeah, pulling nets. Pollerin. I'm 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 gonna go out and do some pulling. Cool. We it's, are. Yeah. Gonna do some pulling. Says nobody ever. It's Says the Fisher's Guild. That's fucking weird. Nobody ever uses that term again. That's not true. Really? Um, yes, really. Oh, okay. Well, that's so good. it it is dropped in some of the side content we're bound for soon. Also, it was a big thing back in the 1.0 days. Ah. There were pullers aplenty back there. It's such a weird word. So it's about time to meet the guildmaster, but he's off fishing somewhere. Instead, we will meet Sisipu. Sisipu? Yeah, Sisipu. Right, Sisipu, who manages the actual guild business. This is one more absentee guildmaster, which is a trend among the Eorzean guilds. So Sisipu is a Lalafell in a charming outfit with a blue fisher's top with a white apron and a blue ribbon around her straw hat. It's they're both very cute. I love these outfits. And I love her little hair. Her like her light blue, shiny little braid. It's really cute. Sisipu is still on point for the fish humor. She affirms that the guildmaster has bigger fish to fry, so she will handle our indoctrination, including verification that we are not shellfish idiots or potential anemones. <laughs> I also copied and pasted that shit. What, the anemones? Yeah, uh, making sure our new fish aren't shellfish idiots or potential anemones. Nice. And she was like, I'm so, I'm so sorry for these awful <laughs> jokes. <laughs> So, Jen, are you prepared to fish like you've never fished before? Hell yeah. So we're in. Uh, we get our very first fishing rod, and we get some lugworms, and it's time to start our first catch, anchovies. Woo. Anchovies are super easy. Um, well, it's, you know, it's level one. So you, we go literally just right outside onto the docks there and throw in our throw in our rod and get some stuff. I think you'll get... 
Um, you'll get some kelp, anchovies, maybe a goby, um, random shit. I was doing this in New Game Plus, so I was a level 88 fisher, which apparently meant that I was pulling up stuff that I really shouldn't have been pulling up. And that, that made it annoying, because, like, I, like, I went... And I only got so much bait, and like uh, thinking that the the ratio or the 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 the, the, the it's p word probability. Probability. Yes, thank you. <laughs> the probability was in my favor, but I, I think the math got fucked well, up there. Well, frankly, but, um, I think that for most of the quest fish, they are pretty rare in those given hulls. So it might not be your level. It might just be that you are getting bad luck. Yes, and I mean, I got when I was doing this, I got a lot of new fish from my fish log. Just because I was, you know, putting the time in. Huh. Uh, so doing this in my attempt to get anchovies, I got my first octomammoth, which is like a green level. Okay, so that definitely was like your stats. Yeah, because I was then it was like I was mooching yeah. in a place where I, I should not have been able to mooch, at, at least at level one. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, sweet, killer. Well, nice. Way to get some fishing log then. Right? Yeah. 1% done, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. So um, we show off our anchovies. Sisapu lays them out on a plate to inspect them when an alliterative Lala sounds off. <clears throat> out of nowhere, another Lala wearing a tackle-laden fisherman's hat appears. This is Wawa Lago, the guildmaster. <laughs> and they immediately get into it. Oh my god. Sisapu lays into Wawa Lago for being delinquent, and he just shrugs it off. He's here to get the guppies. I assume he means us, the yeah, initiate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to check in on the guppies and, you know, other guild mastery things. And Sisapu is like, I don't believe you. But he he stresses, uh, you know, lean in to the fundamentals uh, of fishing. Just like my old uncle used to say, fishing's like philandering. You never know what you'll catch. Fantastic. So this is what we're dealing with. And I think he punctuated the whole thing with a little jig. Oh, sure. As he does. Next up, it's time to learn about different baits. Uh, now we're going to use pill bugs to catch harbor herrings. No big deal. Yeah. So we get the herrings, we return. Sisapu starts to debate how to best cook them, but then the guildmaster appears out of nowhere, <laughs> as he does, and inserts himself into the conversation. These are these are the, these are some egregious alliterations in this thing. I don't think I copy and paste them because. We know, we know. Uh, but this is when we kind of start to see the dynamic between Sisapu and yeah. Mavalago really like start to get heavy. He goes into his old Fisher's Tales talking about how he always used his catch to cast back in to land a bigger fish and so on until he landed a gargantuan fish. Sisapu is still reeling from his sudden appearance <laughs> and tells him to go do something respectable with his time. To which Walalago replies... He has sailed the seas and snared everything in them. Mm. By everything, mm. says Sisapu, you mean ladies and not fish. Trollops. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it's a business partnership that, I mean, they're not, they are antagonizing one another, but it's not in a, in a way that we saw, like, with the Blacksmith Guild, for example. Like, they kind of really did not respect one another. Um, well, there was disrespect going from, like, the the one guy to the actual guild master because he was lazy and drinking a lot. I'm like, well, that's fair. Uh, but this is more like, I don't know. This is a very strange business partnership that totally fucking works in a weird way. I know, like, Sissy Poo, maybe she has got a little bit of resentment built up because she's doing all the work and Wobblago is just, like, fishing all the time. Uh -huh. 
Um, but, you know, he's still doing good things for the guild and she recognizes that. Um, so, yeah, it's like she's the measured mentor managing the mongers while Wawalago wows with his whip crack wit and wisdom of the waters. Nice. <laughs> Thank you. He is very good at his job, though. Yes. Being a fisher. As a guild master, as in like a manager, not so much. No. I, I Like, can you do both? He you should know? be retired into like a senior advisor consultant position or something. Pretty much. Yeah. Like, you're not a, you're not a guild master. I guess it, it, in name only. Uh, so let Sisabu do her thing and not feel like she's picking up your slack. Yeah. Like, she's she's the guild master. Yes. For real. We get our fishing log now. We get to marvel at how few slots we filled out in this gargantuan thing. <laughs> oh, my God. And uh, we come back later on, and it's time to catch more fish and bigger fish. Yeah. We've got a fever, and the only thing that can cure it is more fish. <clears throat> We've got that eye of the fisher. It's the thrill of the bite. Total eye of the tiger nice. reference. Yes. Yeah, no, that was like, that was just a poo. That wasn't me, and I love it. So now we're off to catch a princess trout. Uh, this is this is a culinary and recipe um, ingredient. And this is found in the Nim River. Um, or in my case, the Highline Vendor. <laughs> <laughs> um, buy them for 10 gills, sell them for hundreds. So Wabalago, he's like, princess trout, this is a meal fit for a king. And Sisipu is like... I mean, it could be, but the best fishers understand that the simplest preparation is the best. You want to let the, the, the fish sing, sit, you know, speak for itself. He calls her a surly mouth sea hag. And she says the last person on earth from whom she will take culture lessons is him. Um, and then I think he probably jigs again. And and, and then uh, back to us, this poo says, if we keep this up, we're going to be swimming in fish. Swimming in fish. Now it's time to actually do work for the guild. So we have an order. There is a request for fresh fish from our um, from the Kikern that hangs out outside the guild, staring at those fillets mm-hmm. that are sun drying. <laughs> this is Chucharoon. Yeah. He says that he will pay good silver for five good silver fish. Mm-hmm. And now we begin with the actual job that Wawa Lago has. He may not be good at management, but he is very good at knowing fish. Absolutely. So fish whisperer. Sisipu says, I don't know what the fuck a silverfish is. Go talk to Wawalago. <laughs> That's like all of them? Yeah, right? <laughs> we we find him on the docks. He's on a barrel next to the water. They're having a party, a fishing party. It's just nonstop. And after we reassure him that we're not here to take vengeance for his dipping into the guild's shrimp stores. What the fuck? <laughs> He right. clarifies that Chechirun must be referring to a navigator's dagger. Clearly. Now, mark this name because it'll come back around later on. Mm. So we can find the navigator's dagger appropriately at the lighthouse called the Brewer's Beacon. And we need to use bait, which is uh, decoys that dangle. <laughs> so rat tails. Uh, also, like, I... I find the way that Chicharoon speaks, there's something about it that's really adorable. It should bother me, like on paper. I should be annoyed as fuck. But he's when he meets us, he introduces himself and he's like, Chicharoon, the sailor who sails the seas. Are you the fisherwoman who fished the fish? So, no, okay, so we find out it's Navigator's Dagger. We go get it. 
I bought these. I'm sorry. Uh, I did all of these. I did all of these legitimately so, in my first playthrough. Just for me, Jen, <laughs> I um, I too have done them legit beforehand. Some of these were going for dirt cheap on the market board. Some of them. So I bought the ones that were cheap and fished the ones that were more expensive because same. Yeah. Yeah. Except for that one. Some of them are like, you know, fish tin of a thing. And that can be like half an hour, depending on RNG. Bro. Yeah, for real. So yeah, I did. I bought like half and then fished half. Yep. Me too. Um, Just from past experience, knowing how easy or hard it would have been. Yep. So uh, Chuncharoon, well, he's he's stoked, obviously. these All of these people are like thirsty as fuck for fish. <laughs> and he's stoked at the, the, the shiny shine, the smelly smell, and probably the tasty taste. He's so adorable. He also has like the heart rate of a rodent. Like you can see his chest just going like 300 beats per minute. It's just like, <laughs> it's so, he's just so cute. So we get more Chacharoo next. As um, <laughs> Sisipu tells us that Kikern love fish, but lack patience. So they usually end up eating their bait. <laughs> She's trying to get him to use a allure, yeah. not like live bait, but allure so he can't eat them and get the fish. But he doesn't buy that fish no. will bite on he allure. He's dubious. Like he wouldn't. Why would they? So we have to prove to him by using crow flies to catch five warm water trout that, yes, fish can be caught in this method. So we do so. We bring them back and then we show him. Sisupu says, yes, deception lies at the heart of fishing. I love this. Which is very dark, honestly. Yes, yes totally. <laughs> deception lies at the heart of fishing. Like, you're not wrong, but what a way to phrase it. Right. And then Chuchurun responds like, yes, lying liars are great at fish or fishing or something like that. And I'm like, just wow, guys. <laughs> so next we have a job for the Culinarians Guild. At long last. They're a fussy bunch, and they demand a shadow catfish, Boy. which is all the way in Fall Gourd Float in North Shroud. This is a fish that is, I think to Sisipo and a lot of people, is just a really annoying thing to do. You have to travel all the way out to Fall Gourd Float, um, and then you have to do what they call a fish wheeling, which is a, a mooch. So you have to catch a fish, and hopefully it's the right kind of fish, and it's a very shiny kind of fish. This isn't a thing anymore. This is a reference to catching a high-quality well, fish to mooch. Well, there's still a bar to clear. I'll get into that in a second. Okay. But it, it's not just any fish works. It's got to be a certain size. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, um, yeah, first off, Sisipu invents fish wheeling on the spot, apparently. Never before <laughs> has the term been used until now. But this is the mechanic the game calls mooching. Which is when we catch a fish, then we throw that same fish back on the hook to land a bigger fish. Mm -hmm. Only certain fish can be mooched, and you must have caught a large specimen of that fish. This can be very confusing, and was confusing for me at, at the start. I am not alone, I know, because the game talks about the size of the fish. This is entirely different from the bite strength of the fish. So yep. every given fish from sardine to shark has a range of sizes that that fish can be. When the game talks about a large fish, they mean a big version of a given fish. Right. A large sardine or a large shark, they're both large fish. Yep. However, the intuitive thing, in my opinion, which is wrong, 
is that <laughs> the bite strength is the size of the fish. That's not correct. Mm, because mm-hmm. every time you cast your line and get a bite, you get one, two, or three exclamation marks, and the line will be tugged at a corresponding strength. Mm-hmm. From like a little ding ding to like a huge, whoa, let me stand up blah, here. Blah, blah. <laughs> this is the bite strength of the fish. It is not the size of the fish. Yes. Makes so, no sense. Yeah. I um, mean, it does, but it doesn't. You know? Right. Because I'm like three exclamation points, that's going to be a huge fish. No. It, it is, but also, yeah. So, I, I wish they used a different term to describe what they mean by size because it's yes. very unintuitive that it means. It can mean two different things. Exactly. Yeah. But in the game, it is only the size of a given type of fish. When we mooch, we must have a large fish to mooch with. We can't find the smallest version of a mooch eligible fish and mooch with that. It must be a big version of the moochable fish. Mm-hmm. In this case, we're using crayfish balls to catch a striped goby. Then we mooch the striped goby into a shadow catch fish. If we catch a goby and it does not proc the moochability, this means it was not a big enough goby to qualify for the mooch. Yep. There are various ways, though, to get around this limitation. Right now, we have access to the patience ability, yep. which is the first tool we get to manage fish size. So, patience is confusing as well, and in my opinion, (laughs) poorly explained. Patience comes with two paired actions, Mm -hmm. powerful hook set and precision hook set. Mm -hmm. First, you never, ever need to use a hook set ability unless you're using patience. These three things are packaged together. Yes. If you're not using patience, don't fucking worry about precision or powerful because you'll actually be doing yourself a disservice doing that because the... The math will fuck you up. And the the GP cost, the gathering point cost. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, Yeah. it's ridiculous. So patience gives you both a buff and a debuff. The buff increases the chance you have for landing a large fish. As in, again, a larger version of a given fish. Yep, it's an increase by 50%. For now, this is mainly useful for either triggering angler's art or mooching. Because again, need big fish to mooch. Mm -hmm. The debuff caused by patience is called inefficient hooking. And this lasts for as long as the patience buff lasts. Mm -hmm. This gives you a chance to fail a hook attempt. And this is where the hook set abilities come in. While patience is active, you want to use precision hook set whenever you get a weak bite. One exclamation point. And then use powerful hook set when you get a strong bite. Two exclamation points or more. Or three. That counts as more than two. It is. Okay. There's no four exclamation yet. No. Well, Someday, maybe. I don't know. Summer 2024. Mega hook set. (laughs) These hook set abilities mitigate the debuff from patience. That's all they do. So you have to pay attention to the strength of the bite when you are using patience. Also note that patience costs 200 gathering points. So much. And the hook set costs 50 per hook. So make sure that you have a bank of GP on hand. Otherwise, you'll waste your GP for patience if you have no GP to power the hook set abilities. Bring some cordials. Or use the other ability, which we just dropped, which is called Angler's Art. Right. Yeah, that replenishes, what, like 150? Yep. So this comes around at level 15. This is a trait called Angler's Art and an ability called Thaliac's Favor. Angler's Art is a stacking buff up to 10 stacks that triggers whenever we land a large fish. Thaliac's Favor will convert three stacks of the buff into 150 gathering points. Oh, this is huge. Yep. So good. You're going to use the 
shit out of this when you go ocean fishing. So this lets you essentially bank gathering points over your maximum. In general, it's nice having that extra boost, sure, but it's very important, though, for fishing attempts that require a timed window. Mm -hmm. So if you're doing spectral currents or weather or intuition fish, having a built-up pool of the angler's art buff is very important to go hard when the window opens up. Word. Mechanical tangent aside, <laughs> we get the catfish and return, and Sisipu inspects the catch. And she's like, this is a pretty grotesque fish. I kind of hate it. I mean, look at it. Its mouth is really big, and it tastes gross. It's not that big. It's not that big. Whenever we land a fish, we <laughs> see it hanging up in the guild. Like, it's on, like, a line. Display, yeah. And the fish is small, even for a Lala. Maybe, she's like, like, it two could feet? swallow me whole. And, and no, it couldn't. No. Maybe your foot. Maybe, yeah. Though, I guess relative size if you were a lalafell that was like two foot ten faced with a fish that was like 22 inches long you'd be like that's a big ass fish if you were faced with a fish that was as tall as you levi big ass fish to be fair yes okay uh so she's like they taste like mud i don't understand it and then wabalago fucking pops up he's been there the whole time you don't even know it He's been like crouched or no, he's been sitting on something like a retaining wall nearby. And then he just like hops up at the mention of this fish tasting like mud. He's like, girl, okay, you, you can, you wash it with water like normal, but to get the stink off, you have to wash it with vinegar, you know? So like do it right. He just, he jumped. He's like, oh, an opportunity to mansplain. Here I am. A vinegar bath cleanses the fish of the mud we can't see. <laughs> Speaking of mud, you can't see. Says Sisipu. Where did you come from? I love it. She does this a couple times. Yeah, like, speaking of bullshit. <laughs> What's up, Wabalago? So, that concludes that step. Later, we hear that our client, Lingsath, with the Culinarians Guild, was raving about our catfish. Here we go. So, now we're making other fishers jealous, and our star is rising. Chucharoon also has been talking this up to the goblin community. <laughs> and so now, Talk Ticks... Yeah, Talk Ticks is Shacharoon's buddy. Yeah. He wants it on, the, on the our... The rival to TikTok. <laughs> Goddamn. Somebody get on that. So Talk Ticks, they want us to bring back the lovely fish from the moon sea, which means a good fish from a moonlit body of water at night. Yep. So this adorable yet useless description means nothing to us. We have to go to Walabalago for some, for some help. We need the species. Well, to be fair... No, we don't know what fish they're talking about, but we hear Eastern Sea and Moonlight. And I think it that, does narrow it down. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we know our our internal catalog of fish is is nowhere near that of Wabalago's. So we're still going to have to be like, and I'm sure like there's at least maybe a dozen fish that would still qualify. Maybe not a dozen, but you know, more than one. Well, the Moonlight is the telling aspect, though. Of course. Of course, Walla Wallago, he's, um, I, I feel like I, I'm having a hard time saying his name. <laughs> Wawa. I'm just going to call him Wawa. The species we're after is the full moon sardine. Of course it is. Uh, found from dusk to dawn 
along Bloodshore. So this is our first like time of day specific fish excursion. So we use spinning spoonworms <laughs> to catch these fish. I bought these. Me too. Nice. It's like you need 10, right? <laughs> it's a lot. The... And I'm like, I don't want to sit here for like half an hour waiting for nighttime. Well, for exactly. Because I was doing this for the podcast, obviously. Right. Um, and I was like, <laughs> okay, so it's like 1 p.m. ARZ time. I don't want to dick around for five more hours mm-hmm. in game. I'd rather just move forward. And just again, these are super fucking cheap. Yeah. The secret being is that once you have a retainer, they can just grab you the quest fish Dude. in like a hot second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was going to do that. Like I was looking through like all the fish I needed for this quest. I'm like, is there one in particular that's the biggest pain in the ass? I can just get my retainer to do it. That is a cornered market. People are doing that now and they're super cheap because, you know, you're not the first one to have that realization. Sure. Yeah. So thank you, capitalism, for Woo! making the fish cheap. Seriously. <laughs> and I have like a hundred bucks a piece or something. Yeah, it was Yeah, dumb. it was great. But yeah, we so we get like goblin speak now, uh, in addition to Chicharoon or Kikirin speak. Um, and I, for me, like goblin speak, at least when they speak in the common tongue, it's it reminds me of like German words where they just take like they take like a noun and a noun and an adjective and they yep. smash them together yeah. and they make one new word that has like an elevated meaning above like the three words uh, on their own. I, I, I like I I think it's great. Um, it can be a bit much, but like, you know, silly babble, brain case. Well, we are now the fish bringer of fairy legend. Yes. And fairy legends. Uh, yeah, we, we brought him the lovely fish. The next job is also for Toctics. He wants help in recreating a dish using a desert catfish. We are referred over to a local hookup in Southern Thanalan. This is Ugoromuli of Forgotten Springs. She is a Mikote fisher. She tells us just to drop a sand leech into the chasm that's east of Byragat's strike mm-hmm. and then hold on when the line flails. So this is our first dune fish. In Final Fantasy XIV, we mm-hmm. fish from the water and from other less mundane biomes okay, like yeah. sand yeah. and sky. And sky. Yep. Which is cool. I like it a lot. It, it makes yeah. sense for there to be sand fish in like a fantastical world totally so this is cool yeah yeah this this was i remember doing this the first time i'm like you want me to do what this doesn't make any sense but lo and behold you find yourself on the edge of a chasm and your little fishing capability lights up i'm like oh apparently i can fish here yeah and i got a whole bunch of shit same yeah (laughs) like five different fish we just need one of the um the catfish this one this one was hard to get i had to go through a lot of garbage before i finally got one we toss our line we fish it up and then we return talk ticks relates that he's going to turn the fish cat fish cat no strings into strengthful satchel strands yeah and trade the tongue flaps to the culinarians guild in exchange for them cooking the rest of the fish that's a sweet fucking deal straight up i'd do that i'm gonna catch this thing i'm gonna get some sweet satchel straps get some give them the the icky tongue bits and like make something amazing out of this those fish. are the it. best part i'm assuming the tongue it's like, you know ten thousand oh. gill per per pair of tongue flaps That's or something like that flaps. <laughs> probably yes um but to have the bismarck prepare the rest of the fish for you it's yeah amazing so now we meet up with the Bruger consortium here we this go. This is a somewhat sketchy Limsa trade group. A little sketchy. They're not the kind of group you say no to, but good thing our character is incapable of saying no. 
We're just going to do it. So we are sent outside to their contact, a blonde glasses wearing here named Cybele. I would say Sybil. Sybil. Okay. It's a weird spelling of it, but I would say Sybil. At least for my text, I don't know if it's gendered or not, but um, I got the impression she was hitting on me. Yes. Her, Her opener is the legends say you were rugged but failed to mention how delectable you are. <laughs> I wish you were your main character when you did this as a Lollafell. <laughs> Just being delectable makes total sense. Um, what I got, because my character is female, um, the words were svelte, yet voluptuous. Ooh. Damn. Like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, I think these are like bees at best. I don't know. Um, but she's... <laughs> But yeah, she wants some rain collars. And these fish, they hang out at the bottom of the G-Dot flood. Jen, there's a catch to the catch. Oh, my God. Go on. Oh, is that it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so this is the catch. These fish, they hang out at the bottom of the G-Dot flood in Gridania. They're only active when it's raining. Some garbage fish, am I right? <laughs> it's a joke for the millennials. Uh, some wealthy old ons, of course, have requested five of these fish for their quote-unquote special properties the bruguer consortium <sighs> specializes in fulfilling unconventional needs correct as disgusting as they may be and i was like you know okay i'm gonna apply some grace here maybe it's not about male virility so it's not about spanish fly or rhino horn i or- went right there but also <laughs> like that's not unconventional let's be fair no it's it's not but she's being diplomatic she's being diplomatic but also it is talked up so much for sex fish (laughs) you know like make it something surprising like sex is the obvious answer thank you i was like maybe because they're uldans and they live in the desert because it's a rain collar the fact that they only appear when it rains maybe there's some sort of like you know correlation versus causation they're like maybe these fish bring the rain Something like that. If you know what I mean. God damn it. (laughs) Rain and come. So, yes, that's exactly why we need these fish, because it's their dick fish. Yep. (laughs) So very conventional, actually. Amazing. So that's that quest step. Next up, Sybil is back for another commission. It's time for sky fishing. We will cast our line into the clouds themselves and land some flying fish. Mm-hmm. Literal flying fish. Yeah. These are cloud cutters who are found in Ishgard's Sea of Clouds. Mm-hmm. So, Ferminant. <laughs> I glanced at this at first. And I, I thought that was the name of where we're going, like to yeah, the firmament. Like, yeah, what? No, we're a little, little early for that. Yeah, I know. But, but that was my mm-hmm, first reaction mm-hmm. right there. Double take. Total. Total double take. Anyways, so Ferminant at mm-hmm. White Brim Front will give us more details. We go there. He's a squire. He talks about how him and his fellow squires catch these fish to supplement their diets. It's hard work, though. Mm-hmm. And how would you, an outsider, succeed when they themselves have such a hard time? Right? Well, well, were have you, you heard here of us? for the whole? Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Our entire life. Uh, yeah, he's like, you know, these are these are kind of impossible to catch, Asian, even for seasoned fishers. But you know, no trouble at all for the fabled fish goddess that is me. <laughs> So we we catch these bitches. Yeah, the Sea of Clouds is like a a whole fucking thing. Yes. But the edge is right at that chasm we spent so much time in during the... um, The The MSQ. Curthus. Yeah, MSQ. Mm -hmm. So we head over like 20 feet to the edge. We cast our line into this cloudy chasm. 
and fish up five cloud cutters. <laughs> These guys actually they have a quote natural explanation for their um their agility and their flying powers. It's not like ethereal whatever. Yeah. They have vapor pockets in their bodies that they will inflate and they will go into the clouds to escape from predators. It's pretty sweet. Yep. Yeah. And we need a floating hoverworm to land them. Of course. Flying bait for a flying fish. And Sisapu, she's wondering what <laughs> lofty <laughs> purposes uh, these fancy fish are to serve for the consortium. And Wawa says that it is rumored an Ishgardian lord lives in Lamensa. And that that's who this is for. We don't. It's, well, it's for Carvalane, I think. So that is level 45. How much story has there been, Jen? Uh, none. None story. No. <laughs> so level 50 somehow. <laughs> like, I was expecting this to turn into the whole, like, 20 levels of bullshit, and then we get seeds. Right. But I was amazed when I clicked this quest and saw level 50. I was like, holy wait, shit. Wait, wait, yeah. We've done fuck all, guys. We've met we've met some, some fun people, for sure, but there's n- no stakes whatsoever. All the stakes appear here in level 50. In the it's the it's the weirdest kind of shoehorning of bullshit. It is now a fishing emergency. <laughs> a Roganin named Einzar Slafsern. Slaffer Slafferson. It it seems like Slafferson. So Einzar Slafferson. Sure. He has closed all docks for fishing vessels on the Admiral's authority. This is bad. This is going to fuck up a lot of people. Yeah. The the Fisherman's Guild, obviously, like, number one. Um, like, it, this is this is their entire economy. This is not something that is lately done. So closing down all the ports in Limsa Liminsa, this is a big fucking deal. Everybody is up, up in arms. And for some reason, it is up to us <laughs> <laughs> to figure out what is going on so we can get this shit back open. The so, reason why becomes apparent later on. Right. It, it is fish related. Um, <laughs> of course. Yeah. So first off, I did not put the pieces together until I saw this guy, the Rogadin in question later on, mm-hmm. because I'm bad at names in general and road names especially. Oh, yeah. But this guy is a huge figure. And I had to double check with you to make sure, is this really the first time that we've met this guy? Yeah. And the answer is, is yes. Oh, my God. So Einzar, everyone who's played through much of the game will recognize him. Mm-hmm. He is a very famous Roganin. He wears goggles all the time. He's got the spiked white hair, white beard, the, struts the, around in Admiral's clothing. Yeah, like the, um, I don't know, the, the colorway of his uniform is so much more vibrant than everybody else's. I love it. Yep. It's like blue and red and white. It is like maritime as fuck. So he is the Grand Marshal of the Maelstrom, second to Admiral Merylvib herself. Yeah. So he's like skulking around her office sometimes. Yep. We are going to work with our new friends, the Bruguer Consortium, for more details. Yeah. They, they, they work with, like we said, some shady folks. So they've probably got some info. And we find Sybil... And she gives us a bit of a blast from the past. The serpent here that has shut down everything. We haven't is... we haven't even said like why yet. The why there's a shutdown is because somebody saw a serpent. Not just any serpent though. This is rumored to be a creation of the deity Limlane. This is the creature who spat forth water to fill the seas themselves. Yeah. Essentially the thing that this is like the 
Linosian creation myth. Yeah. <laughs> but to prevent it from drowning the whole world, Limlane sealed the serpent up in a floating island. If it ever escapes, the world will be flooded. Mm -hmm. And this is where the motto, till sea swallows all, comes from. Right. Like the rapture. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'd call it more like the apocalypse, but sure, whatever. It's yeah. like, the, I think the two kind of happen at the same time. Um, like, if you aren't drowned, then you will go to I, I don't 12. think there's a rapture in- No, there isn't. <laughs> You're just making there that up. There isn't. I'm sorry. That's my Catholic upbringing. <laughs> Can't separate them for gin. Yeah, apparently not. So this this ban, like I said, is very bad. It's killing our respective businesses, Fisherman's Guild, the Brew Care Consortium. We're all very concerned. Um, so it's up to us to locate this supposed serpent, get everything opened up again, tell everybody, like, y'all are dumb. It's not a serpent. We're fine. Um, or, like, catch it or something. And like, the Jesus. witness to this serpent, though? Oh, my God. Chacharoon. Chacharoon! And he, like, this poor guy, uh, okay, so he's, we got to talk to him, and he's, like, a little, he's he's disturbed by what he saw, though I can't imagine, like, something happened between him coming back with this eyewitness account and it finally getting to Admiral Merlvib, and she decides to shut everything down. Like, there was, like, a telephone situation happening here yes because the way he talks about it it's like like you can dismiss it very easily somebody else needed to like get yeah. in here and oh let's i yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah um, i'll come back around because like on the face of it that doesn't seem correct no he's confused and he's like i just want to fish i don't yeah, know what yeah the fuck's yeah, yeah going the poor on. guy he's like he's like i think i saw a serpent like he's not even really sure so now but we now we again we have to talk to wawalago to yeah. figure out and he guesses that the serpent is actually a mazlaya marlin a big fish, big but fish. no serpent and no monster. Yeah. This can be found in North Bloodshore. While the Lago thinks if we can land one, we can show it to the marshal and say, hey, this is what we saw, not a serpent. Yeah, you know, just like Jaws. Let's open things back up again. False alarm. It's a big fish. It's fine. Yeah. This fish will not bite on bait, though. It must be mooched. Double mooched. Woo! Or a double pain in the ass, a.k.a. <laughs> nestled RNG. <laughs> this, when I did this the first time, it took for fucking ever. For fucking ever. Uh, so this time I bought it. So we have to land a harbor herring with a goby ball. And then mooch an ogre barracuda with the herring. And then the marlin should bite on the barracuda. Yeah. Jen, you bought it. Yeah. And um, I was running late getting my stuff done. So actually, you'd come over, Jen, mm -hmm. when I was wrapping this up. And like you watched me. I was like, okay, I just got to wrap this shit up here. I cast my line on the second attempt. Mooch, mooch, Marlin. Bam, bam, done. You son of a bitch. Unbelievable. Of course, Jen cornered the market on the Marlins because you were telling me how you bought one for cheap. It was like a stack of three. And then you marked up the other two that you didn't need. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> um but like i guess the third one you went you're like let's see if this bitch is still out for sale and it was like yep. my last one was still for sale and people had been undercutting me yeah. and that's upsetting so i'll just go in and get and wow fix that assholes get fucked with <sighs> so sad come on <laughs> just want to make a buck <laughs> i got lucky it is not always so easy <laughs> it was as unreal that. yeah and this thing is huge uh we'll see it in a second in in the flesh but we go back to the guild. 
we say, okay, we got the fish. Let's summon Einzar Slefferson himself to inspect it. And for some reason, we take him on like a, a cruise. This makes no sense. Right? I, unless like, okay, we just fished this while standing on the shore. We did not need a massive ship. But apparently, lore-wise, that's exactly what we were on when we caught I mean, this thing. What they should have done is like have an NPC on on the shore in Costa and like, okay, that's a big fish. I will bring it back to Limsa for you because it's fucking huge. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We needed a reason why this ship was involved but at all. We don't get it. This is worse than the botanist log cart incident. <laughs> because so this fish so is like 30 to 40 feet long. Like the camera zooms way the fuck out to show it there's, on board yeah, this there's vessel. no way. We had it in our pocket somehow. <laughs> strung it up on this giant ship yeah this motherfucker is huge i mean we've all read the old man on the sea we know we know what it takes to land one of these motherfuckers but we did totally easy so we take einzar on this special fish viewing cruise <laughs> and this is on a brugger boat and there's some back and forth between him and sybil saying oh insinuations are is made. this where you have all your illicit deals and she's like nah, no it's all, all clean i would never invite you on a illicit deal ship too bad that sounds like fun like, well, so you know they're it's a little cat and mouse mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um they, they know what's going on there yeah they, they turn a blind eye it's fine. so after the little back and forth then we show the catch off the camera again zooms way the fuck out it's real i big. grabbed a shot here of this of like the camera being way the fuck off yeah. the ship to show the whole the scale of all of us yep yeah <laughs> and then this bit is weird everyone starts pressuring einzar to lift the ban and there's a whole lot of back and forth, and he's playing it very coy. Absolutely. So it's, it it's so weird. It feels like there's some backstory here that's not present in the quest. Like yeah. it, it might be like a 1.0 thing or something. Because Sisapu says um, something about things proceeding too smoothly. It could be like, you know, we were, we're doing too great. There's going to be a bad turn sometime. But it feels like a loaded statement being directed at Einzar. Yeah. So... I, I don't know. It's like the, the whole conversation is ripe with this tension that... It's like conspiracy shit. Exactly. Yeah, it's very strange. After everyone's like, you know, will you lift it? Are, like, are you baiting I me? Know. I don't know. I'm baiting I you, but know. are you baiting me? I don't think we should, but maybe we should after all. I don't know. It's like the weirdest. It's not It's not how people interact. I, I Again, it felt like there was a whole something that this is alluding to that is never pictured in the story yep anyway after a lot of weird back and forth eventually he says yes i will lift the ban <laughs> tomorrow okay and einzar never believed in this serpent nonsense to begin with this was just to show the Lumpsons who were freaking out that the government is going to take charge okay and now that we have this giant fish we can then say hey y'all this was a giant fish not a serpent so we're cool yep sisapu wonders as we're winding down here how this whole thing got started wawalago cops to having stretched oh, chicharoon's boy. story oh boy so it's he's like, like i admit it <laughs> <laughs> i told chicharoon it was a monster and then the rest is history like, so it was it. all one fishtail. <laughs> it was this big. And Wawalago prostrates himself yep. in apology for yep. all the drama. Oh my god. Back at the guild, Sisapu celebrates our accomplishments. 
We're almost Guildmaster material, but she's not going to let Wabalago off the hook that easily. Ayo. Either way, though, we're now officially his rival. Yeah, we caught a fish he hasn't yet caught. Well, there's more of that coming soon. Oh, boy. So that's the end of the job quest. But stick around, as there is a lot more Fisher talk coming today. <laughs> that's why we're here. Before we move on, Jen, any comments on the job quests story? On what exactly? <laughs> nice. <laughs> it I is am a lot so of disappointed. Fun. It's it's really cute. Yeah. Yes. Um. And like fishing itself is such an involved task. It's not like it's not like botany. It's not like mining where you just go out and push a button and receive things. You you do have to put some time in. I don't think there's like. A ton of skill involved here, but you have to put your time in. It's you have to do. You have to do everything right. Not skill. Yeah. I, so I'd say you don't need like reflexes or whatever, but no. you do have to come prepared you, for you, the fish. You got to know hand. what you're doing. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So that's. I mean, maybe that was their way of kind of balancing that out because they know you're going to be sitting out there for like 45 minutes trying to catch 10 of these fucking fish. I don't know. I, I don't think it's a balancing factor. I think it's more just that they couldn't think of a, a story to unify fish, so they made it fun. I, I guess. It that's, is very that's fun. Fine. The, the yeah. characters are very well characterized. I like everyone in yes. this quest line. Yes, totally. I No complaints whatsoever about any character. They're all embodied well yep. with their own personalities, identities, mannerisms, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great job there. Just no unifying story. That's all. You know, that's, that's the only demerit. But I mean, do we really need it all the time? Maybe not. Well, I think that we do to have <laughs> something to talk about. Uh, yeah, but... <laughs> we can just talk about Wabalago being a creepy old man, but you know, He's that's not, not creepy unique. though. Like they <sighs> drop the the womanization thing early on. They they do, but he's he's kind of proud of it. Yeah. I'm just it's... saying though that unlike most of the male Lala's in A Realm Reborn, <clears throat> he does not ooze lechery. No, he doesn't. No. He is about jokes and fish. Fish. Seventy five percent of the time. Yeah. So, moving on then, uh, let's next up talk about ocean fishing. Mm. And then we will close out with the Feast of Famine quest line. What the fuck is this? <laughs> so, on to ocean fishing. This is a special game mode that was implemented with the Shadowbringers expansion, but it's available to all fishers of level 1 and up, so we'll talk about it here. We had a lot of people from the old Discord who joined us on these voyages. Thank you all. Great times were had. Yeah, it's really fun. There were many major generals who were born <laughs> those days. That's right. Uh, we had some like hella, hella lucky spectral uh, currents. Whoa, um, yeah, we had we had that one trip in particular. We had so many spectral currents. Yep. It was like unlike anything I'd ever yeah, that experienced was before. It was crazy. <laughs> and that's when I got the mount. Finally, I. I um, and I think if, like a few people got it. It was great. Ocean fishing is instance group content for up to 24 players to participate in at once. The way it works is that every two real world hours, you're able to board a boat from the Limsa docks and go on a three stop voyage. Each stop lasts for, I think, seven minutes. Mm-hmm. It's like a fishing cruise, essentially. Yeah. The locations vary from voyage to voyage. So if you're a completionist, then good fucking luck. It's going to be a lot of trips to get that thing filled out. Can't imagine. At this time, there are two separate routes available. 
the Indigo and Ruby. Indigo is available immediately, and Ruby is unlocked with the Stormblood expansion as that visits Stormblood locations. Oh. So we'll talk about Indigo only today. You can... So once... Once you get into Stormblood, by getting on the ocean fishing, uh, ocean fishing voyage at the same spot, it's possible that you could get to, like, Ruby locations? You get to choose when you sign up for a voyage which one you go on. Oh, okay. So for now, for us, our podcast characters, we can only do Indigo, of course. Right. But once we do Stormblood, then we'll have the option to pick. Got it. And we will go back out again once that's available, of course. Woo! So this is a very deep system, mechanically speaking, and we're not going to go into all that shit here. It's a lot. I recommend that you check out one of many guides out there. And I actually did my own beginner's write-up for first-time ocean fishers on the Discord. So that's still there if you want to go take a peek at that. It's really well done. Thank you. You're welcome. The goal of that guide is not to do everything, but to say, here, here's how you start with this mechanic. And then go from there. If you want to go deeper, then like get after it. Yep. Figure it out. <laughs> so for the podcast discussion today, though, just the high points because it's very deep again. Yep. yep. So first up, why should you care? <laughs> if you are interested at all in the Fisher job, this is an extremely fast way to level up. Dude. The bites come nonstop and you will level multiple times during a voyage yes. easily. Yes. It's also a great way to get white gatherer scripts once you unlock the script mechanic which i think is in heaven's words i'm not sure but anyway you will get tons of scripts once that's unlocked also from the indigo route you can get podcast favorite minion the major general that's like the little walking short guy you'll see him around town he's real chubby yep a little derpy you can also get the hypodis shark mount these are unlocked with points earned during the voyage Note that you must go to the achievement section to get the minion in mount. So you'll get an achievement saying, whatever, 5,000 points, good job. Then go get your reward from the achievements menu. Yeah. Claim that shit. The extremely basic summary of how to get points is to trigger spectral currents and then try to land the highest value spectral fish possible. If you're a high-level fisher, the identical cast and double or triple hook skills are great ways to get those points, but you can luck into the big unlocks as a level 1 fisher. It's all about your catch luck. Yep. Jen got hers with Otis with just the basic like chum and, and shit skills. Totally. Yep. Yeah. Besides the mount and minion, there are other achievements that you can earn as well. Some of them are for like a whole party of people who you should actually like use party finder for or a discord or whatever to organize a run before you go for it there are things like as a party fish up 100 seahorses which you're not going to do well you might do randomly of course but very unlikely yeah so best to plan for that but again that that's for like special achievements i would say in general just fucking go for it do not be afraid to get out there yeah go to the docks buy 50 or more of each ocean fishing bait Mm -hmm. plump worm ragworm krill and just go on a fucking boat mm-hmm. it, it's not scary there's no pressure no one gives a shit about what you're doing how well you're doing no you just throw your shit in the water catch a thing do it again yep yep so there are two things i want to hit during our little ocean fishing mini section um the first one are spectral currents Ooh, oh, this yeah. is the big thing for points in ocean fishing mm-hmm. these are like a special weather condition that happens during the voyage you'll have to um 
select the correct bait for a given location. Like there'll be three stops again for a voyage. Each one has different fish lists that are available there. And also when there's a spectral current, there's another unique fish list per location for the current. Right. So there's like two different log sections for every location, one normal, one current. You trigger a current by using the correct bait to catch a spectral fish. And then when you land a spectral fish, it has a chance, not a guaranteed probability, but a chance of triggering a spectral current. Oh, yeah. And once you do so, this triggers it for the, everyone on the voyage. So good. You get a little call out too, yep. like, thanks, blah, blah, blah. Or like, or, you know, PC name, blah, blah, blah. Just got a spectral current for everybody or something. And yep. it's, it's, you're, everybody's going to love you. Usually someone on a voyage will call out the correct bait for a spectral. But if not, I use the tool called Lulu's Tools Ocean Fishing to um, look up all my shit. It's fantastic. It's got route timers, uh, logs for every location, base needed intuition fish. It has everything you need to go on an ocean fishing trip, though it's all presented in a technical sense. It doesn't explain how to do the thing. Oh, it's so just, yeah. I recommend a guide. And then this is like the database you need yeah. to actually target certain fish. That is Lulu's Tools. Anyway, once you trigger a current, everything goes crazy. The environment <laughs> changes. It's like some Northern Lights rainbow ass shit going yeah, on. Yeah, it's a trip. The music kicks up. I'll probably put it in here somewhere. Oh, it's so good. Like immediately your heart starts racing. Yeah. You're like, <gasps> you, you feel like the, the, the urgency of this whole thing. And this is when you're pulling shit, you're, like you're catching fish at an insanely fast it's rate. It's like two seconds per bite. It's like boom, boom, yeah. boom. And these fish are worth hella points. Um, and this is when you want to make sure you've banked all of your angler's art yep. because you will be running out of GP so fast. Yes. Oh, it's so exciting. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, looks great. The other thing to mention here are intuition fish. These are a mechanic present at level 50. We have not yet encountered it in the fishing job, but we'll need it soon enough for fishing bullshit. <laughs> so intuition fish, Jin. Yeah. These are special rare fish that only appear after you've caught some quota of other fish. Mm. For instance, in order for the rare fish Sothis to appear, you must first catch two Heaven's Key fish and one Navigator's Print fish. This often requires you to change your bait up in order to catch the triggering fish. Once you fulfill the requirements, you get a message popping up saying, you see a dark shadow moving or whatever. Uh, yes. Mm -hmm. You will do this accidentally all the, time all the time and not know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> this message comes along with a buff, which is called Fisher's Intuition. Mm -hmm. This lasts for between several seconds and a couple minutes, depending on the fish and other shit. While the buff is active, you can now catch the rare intuition fish. Make sure you have the right bait handy as many require you to swap baits from the triggering fish to the actual intuition fish. And then, of course, it's still more RNG. There's no guarantee you will catch the fish when the buff's up. Again, fishing is all about oh, um, gambling. Yep. The best you can do is to make sure you've got GP to do chum, service slap, whatever you need to do to knock out the, the, bullshit, the bullshit and get the correct fish. Every location in ocean fishing has a normal intuition fish and a spectral intuition fish. You do not need to worry about these things if you're going for points. Oftentimes, actually, it is more efficient points-wise to target 
quote, normal fish than intuition fish. Hmm. But for a complete log, you must do, of course, the intuition fish. So plan ahead. Some acquire weird shit like rat tails and crap. So not just the standard, like, three pieces of bait that yeah. you normally get. Yeah. But again, that's that's advanced fisher shit. If you're a first timer, just get the fuck out there and try it. I recommend just going for a voyage or two, get a feel for it, then go deeper. The final advice for ocean fishing that I have is to, again, make sure you've got 50 plus bait easy. That shit goes fast, especially during spectrals. Mm-hmm. And also make sure you've got tons of free inventory space. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh, that'll get you. Yes. God. Yeah. Clear up a whole like one and a half pages. Once you're done, note these fish from ocean fishing are mostly trash. Either descent them for sand and crystals or just vendor them. Yeah. Because some I, people want them for aquariums yeah. um, or, you know, art or whatever. So I, you just check the message board and see which ones are going mean, to be honestly, worth I, I, the weight or worth or worthwhile. In my opinion, the time to check every fish is not worth it. No, no. It, also, you got to, I mean, just decent thing. All of that shit takes for fucking ever. Too. I wish they had a better system for these things. I don't know why they give you so much garbage. I wish they had like, you know, here's what you caught. Do you want to keep these things or turn them in for like? You know, yeah, there should be like a little like a little baby like fish market when you come off of an ocean voyage and be like, you know, sell all your fish. This is how much how much gill you'll get for them. Um, And then if not, then, you know, do whatever the fuck you want. Something to avoid the inventory and interface. Just please take these off of my hands. I don't need them ever. Anyway, that is ocean fishing. Any other ocean fishing comments? Jen? No. Okay. The last segment in our Fisher Mega episode <laughs> is the Feast of Famine. I have no idea what this is. I don't know what, so what is happening This here. is a little surprise for Jen. <laughs> uh, this is a optional beige quest that is unlocked after completing the level 50 Fisher quest. Oh. I don't think I've ever done this. If I, it's a beige quest, it's very likely that I've never done this. Well, I um, did not encourage you to do this for the podcast for your sanity gin oh wow okay i have done so once it took me a long time i'm talking like over the course of months oh my god how long not not straight but in terms of like you know hopping in checking conditions for certain fish and so on this took me months to complete oh my god and you did it again with shoe no i did not (laughs) i I did this once and then i looked up reminders for the podcast recording because fuck doing this twice apparently yeah fuck doing it once frankly but what do you even get oh i'm sure you'll tell me all about i it. will okay, so buckle great. up jen here we go i'm a listener today guys so there is a small story here so if you are a spoiler purist you may want to hop off now this is mostly about pushing your limits as a fisher though it's not about like the deep involved story but this will be a thing that many people have not played through yet, I'm guessing. So if you want to do it yourself and be surprised by the minimal story, <laughs> do so. Otherwise, okay. here we go. <sighs> Even as a level 90 fisher, this will be challenging for you. There's no way oh to brute God. force this. It is easier with a higher level fishing skills, yes, but you cannot fast track it that way. It's about your patience and your sanity. Great. 
this will push both of those limits. <laughs> so, at level 50, a quest appears from Sisipu. This pops up as soon as you complete the level 50 it fishing did. quest. And I'm assuming that's because it persists to this day. Yes. Because I've never, yes. Okay. This quest is called the Beast of Brewer's Beacon. This is the vetting quest to see if you're cool enough for a Feast of Famine. Wow. She points are, us so. to Walla Lago, who is hanging out with a scholar named Asselin. Asselin is just like your generic, you know, plain ass here, whatever the fuck, you know. Just a guy. A guy, yes. He, though, is a scholar of legendary fish. And he's on the hunt right now for some fish called a Nepto Dragon. This fish is said to have torn through holes with its mighty teeth. Wait, it has torn through holes in the space-time continuum? H-U-L-L, like a hole of a ship. Got it. Context, Jen. Honestly, it could go either way. (laughs) Sure, fair. It opened a void gate with its teeth. This is a type of fish that Walalago calls a, quote, old one, a legendary fish, as in not like the the cool- Oh, is this fucking like Dark Souls now? What? No, no, it was Bloodborne, right? What the fuck are you talking about? The old ones. Oh, I see. Yeah. I mean, kind of yes, in a way, because these are not like legendary, you know, your weapon's now purple crap. This is like (laughs) actual like mythical fish we're talking about here. Uh, Right. Like the serpent we just dealt with. Yes. These are mythical creatures. Yes. These are cryptids or whatever. Yeah. But to prove we're cool enough to take on an old one, we have to first catch a titanic sawtooth. This starts off strong with a double mooch fish. Which Jesus. must be fished up from Cape Westwind midday during clear skies. So once we do the things, we oh, mooch, then we mooch again and get the sawtooth. Then we I, show to Wawalago. I kind of super want to do this. Fine. Okay, I, I, continue. Right. I look forward to your trials like, and tribulations, ah! Jen. <laughs> okay, yep, bring it on. Before you commit, though, make sure you hear me out, Jen. I, I'm listening. Okay. So we say, here's our sawtooth. And Wawalago says, fine, you pass the test to take the actual test. <laughs> Fuck off. You might recall the finger in the page I put on the navigator's beacon. Dagger. Excuse me, dagger at Brewer's beacon. Mm-hmm. We now must catch a navigator's brand from Brewer's beacon. <gasps> this is a super rare dagger type fish. That's what those two PCs were doing. And I went to Brewer's Beacon to get some Navigator's Daggers for, because I was doing it on, on Otis, uh-huh. like legit style. And there were two other PCs like 10 feet away from me behind this lighthouse in like near um, Swift Perch. Yeah. And I think they thought that I was also doing the Navigator's brand brand instead of just like the regular dagger. Like these guys were camped out. And they started, like, saying shit to me. Uh-huh. Like, like, hey, what's up? You should probably try this bait or whatever. And I'm like, hey, guys, I don't know. I'm not, I don't know. I don't know what you're doing. But this is what I'm doing. Like, I'm doing okay. <laughs> um, and, it, like, it was, I've never before been doing, like, a, a, like, a field craft situation where other people, like, other botanists or miners were like, hey, here are some pro tips. Well, how's your day going? Do you want a beer? Or they would like, you know, emote at me. Like, yeah. like we were all in this together. And I'm like, you guys are having a day. <laughs> and it was really cool. That must have been what they were doing. Yes. Yeah. Most likely. So cool. This, beyond being the test that is given to us, to our characters by Wallalago, this also is a test. Do you, the player, want to sign up for this bullshit? <laughs> That's 
if this great. turns you off, then I recommend you, you hop off the fish train Fabulous. here. Fabulous. Yes. Thank you for giving me the option. So we must catch the brand. This is just like a dinky little fish. It's like a little flying fish type guy, but it is like the super, super rare fish. Super it must be caught at this location around noon during clear or fair skies. That's, those were the exact conditions. Yep. Word up. We know it's special because it has a green background when we catch mm, it. So it's like a spectral deal. Like, so every, it's all, it's like iridescent. Yeah. It's a very, yeah, it looks special. Yes. All these fish going forward will be special. They all have green mm. backgrounds. The last one might have a blue background. I don't recall offhand. Spoilers. Whatever. Um, <laughs> we land this super rare tiny fish and we bring it back to Wawalago and he says, okay, you are now good enough to take on the old ones. And so now we're on to the quest Feast of Famine. Oh boy. He tells us that the calamity has caused the appearance of all sorts of fucked up legendary fish. <laughs> A true fisher would leap to land these rare catches. Uh-huh. And that's us, apparently. At least Word. that's me. Maybe Jen someday. Seems, seems kind of fun. Uh, and so he challenges us to land three living legends as the first step on this journey. Jesus. We can tackle these in any order. And good thing, too, because their appearances are extremely rare. Oh, my God. The first on the list is the Indoceras. This is a mollusk with a long pointed shell. It looks kind of prehistoric. Mm-hmm. This guy is fished from the Isles of Umbra at night, mooch from a full moon sardine. Damn. But... Only during fog, clouds, or wind that is preceded by clear or fair weather. Oh, my God. How do you... You, you just have to, like, sit there and wait for these conditions? Like, how do you... Well, you you can go to, like, the, the Sky Watchers, you, I guess. You can either check the Sky Watcher, and they will tell you the current weather and then the next weather, and you look for those things lining up that's, in those locations. Okay, that's better. Or there are websites, too, if you want to cheat, right. that will tell you the weather patterns as well. Yes. So you can look for those um, if you don't want to do in-game. When I was doing this, whenever I returned to town between BS, I would then hop Just on check. the Weather Watcher, see where we are. Yeah, fair. So um, anyway. That's why it took months. Yes, yeah. correct. Again, because like when I'm playing, when I'm free, when I have patience for this bullshit, and then when the <laughs> weather lines up and the time lines up. It's the parallels. Yes. <laughs> So um, we do those things, and then we land the Indoceras. First one done, easy. Easy. The second is the Namitaro. This one sounds like the easiest. It is not. We fish it up from Earth's Gift in South Shroud. This is the area with the boars and giant wasps up in the, like the raised corner of South Shroud. Mm-hmm. Like it suddenly like uh, escalates to like level forty three shit yes. from like level nineteen yep, shit. Exactly. Yeah. Good old Realm Reborn zones. <clears throat> So this guy only appears during thunderstorms, but has no time restrictions. Easy? Oh my Think God. again, because <laughs> we have to, to catch it, trigger Fisher's intuition from a giant Takitaro. This fish has a minuscule chance to appear. Oh my God. It will take you several thunderstorms of straight fishing for the whole weather window to see this fish that triggers the intuition buff. <sighs> Once you are lucky enough to get it, then you must whip out a topwater frog and hope that the Namitaro bites before the intuition buff expires. If it expires, get fucked. Oh my god. So this we... is why people drink. <laughs> so we do the thing. This guy looks like a catfish. 
Nothing special about uh, the appearance. At least make them cool. It's a green background catfish. Uh, make them cool. Finally, the Helicoprion. This is the a sandfish. The names are cool, granted. Yes. Well, prehistoric, pretty much. Right, yeah. This is a sandfish mooch from a storm rider during the day when heat waves follow cloudy or foggy weather in southern Thanalan. This one actually is the easiest one, I think, if the stuff lines up correctly. Like the probability, at least for me, was like right on. It just had to be the conditions lining up correctly. Fair. So that's the first round of fish. <laughs> Wallalago is excited until he's like, oh, hell yeah, awesome old ones. But then a fisher runs up with bad news. The Rotano Sea's bounty is depleted. There's not a bite to be had. Wallalago is kind of dismissive. He's like, yeah, it's probably bad luck. Maybe the currents, who knows? But I'll, I'll check into it. Meanwhile, you, Master Fisher, get some more legends. Okay. The next legend is the Shonisaurus. <laughs> this is a weird-ass looking fish with a long pointed beak-like snout. This is a cloudfish. We get it from the witch drop in Curthus. We land it with our friend the Heverworm, which we use to catch a Mehar, which then we then mooch into a Shonisaurus. Damn. But during a blizzard that follows clear or fair skies. Oh my god. Next up is <laughs> Kuno the Killer. This guy looks like an albino catfish. To catch him, holy shit. Oh boy. We take a honeyworm. We go to Mordona. We wait for the weather to be gloomy. Hopefully during the day, or fuck you. We catch a silverfish with the worm. We mooch the silverfish into a goldfish. We mooch the goldfish into a canavan. This triggers Fisher's intuition. Oh my god. We catch another silverfish. We mooch that into an assassin beta. We mooch that into Big K Kuno the Killer. No. Hope that happens during the intuition window. Oh my god. Like, your whole body is drenched in sweat <laughs> at this moment. This is when you punch walls. Are you still on board, Jen? <laughs> kind of. Like, the... The, the the euphoria of finally landing one of these things, I can't imagine how satisfying that must be. A like, that's what Fisher you're chasing. Spirit. Yeah. Okay. That Fisher's Maybe high. I just got that Fisher's soul in me. You do, apparently. Apparently. We are now close to the end. So at this point, our scholar friend, Asselin, shows up again. And he informs us that fisheries along the Rotano seaboard are facing extinction. The culprit... The Nepto Dragon, of course. I knew it. So we've got to fish up the dragon to save the ecosystem and the economy of Limsa. That's uh, that seems like a blue quest level like intensity for me. <laughs> like they've they've buried the potential destruction of the entire like Limsa economy in this like rando ass beige quest. Yeah, that's that's a choice. So now we go to Costa and we have to board a boat. So like we talk to a guy and get sent on a boat. We must catch this fish from a boat at sea. Oh. This why guy. Could, why couldn't they have done this with the Meslia Marlin? Right. It's already it's already built in. They're saving it for this one, apparently. Okay, I don't know. Fine. Anyway, this guy is actually easy. It's kind of like a victory lap, frankly. <laughs> we mean, only we have it. to do uh, the following. We wait for rain. <laughs> we grab some northern krill. We catch three little Thalios fish. This triggers Fisher's intuition. We then switch to Lugworm. Then we catch a Merylthor goby. 
mm-hmm. that we mooch that guy, single mooch, into the Nepto Dragon. Easy. That does seem suspiciously easy. Er. Yeah. Victory lap on the scale of this quest. Correct. It's like you did yeah. it. Good job. Have have a an, have a gimme. Yeah, have a gimme. Just like four criteria, <laughs> no problem. You gotta wait for it to rain while you're on this boat. So uh, we haul in the Nepto Dragon. This thing is huge. It is like a literal sea dragon. Damn. It's probably in terms of length the same size as the Marlin, but he's kind of like coiled up mm-hmm. you know it's not like an actual dragon it is like a dragon like fish sea serpent exactly yes um this is the guy that maybe the, yeah. he really saw and then like no it's a marlin I, right who knows yeah no, no no this is actual jaws but yeah this guy it looks very cool very very nice custom model for this quest line neat so we haul it onto the deck of the ship and Aselin is like hell yeah we got this super rare fish i'm eager to haul this back to the lab and cut into it and do all these mm-hmm. tests and Wallalago, though, is like, hmm, how's it taste? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Sisipu is like, this is for science, yo. Yeah. Like, what like, What if What if you you are obsessed with how this thing tastes? You will never catch it again. So maybe just keep that door shut. The back and forth aside, <laughs> we have saved the ecosystem and the fisheries Huzzah! of the Rotano Sea. <laughs> so great. We did it. We did it. Back at the guild... Wawa Lago congratulates us on becoming a fishing legend, and Aslan may have grabbed him a few stakes from the How serpent kind. as well. Aww. So the quest closes out with Wawa Lago questioning how to best cook <laughs> these. Yeah, don't fuck cuts. it up. <laughs> right? You have ten minutes because this shit is going to sour immediately because it's fish. And that's the end. Oh my god! The reward, title, an achievement with title, mm. a pile of Aetherite tickets. And 50 baits. That's it. Etherite tickets? To where? Vesper Bay? No, like the ones that give you like a free teleport. Oh, okay. Well, that's nice. Yeah. Eh, that's something. What's the title? Um, I don't recall. Uh, I should look it up. You actually. should. Jesus Christ. It's probably Fishing Legend. That seems familiar to me. I mean, I would I would rock that title. You can work your butt off for that. It's of Dragon's Deep. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And that's it. That's the quest. <laughs> the, the, the first article that looking for the title, the name of the title, the first article I clicked on was like, this might take you days. Yeah, at least. For me, for doing this, there is a very helpful Reddit post called Catch Fish Release Sanity that <laughs> walks you through all the steps here. Cute. So that'll come up if you're searching for how to do the quest. Love it. And it's, it's a good resource for this thing. <laughs> uh we did it jen Woo! well thank you for that walkthrough you are welcome jen. <laughs> <laughs> all right with our fishing mega sewed done mm. now next time we'll be taking it easy with a trip into the pharos serious dungeon see you then And with all that, uh, that'll do it for today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening and hanging out and being you. Um, If you want to get in touch with us, you can. 
at podreturnffxiv at gmail.com or on the uh, quote unquote old discord uh, check the show notes get the info log in um, and talk about pretty much whatever you want to talk about it's a great community and we recommend it we are always doing group content if you want to join us in some of those runs that's how you do it and um, with that we hope you enjoyed the episode and have a good day or night and we will see you next time.